My name is Tim Barkholtz. I work for ExxonMobil, and I'm working on technology for CO2 capture. At ExxonMobil, we're working on a range of solutions, including a new way to capture carbon at natural gas power plants. Learn more at energyfactor.com. Lift and peeve. Lift and peeve. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeve. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeve. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Westbrook Day, and welcome to Down to Dunk. What episode is it? It is episode four, three, one. That was way too fast. I'm I'm live. We're live here at Anchor Down. We've got a ton of people here, and I want to say thank you now for coming out, and thank you to Anchor Down for having us. I am Luke, joined tonight by Andrew. I'm Andrew. Taylor. Andrew. <laughs> and special guest, Royce Young. Yeah. You're a special guest, Royce Young, everywhere. That's just, that's just me in general and in life. That's me in my own home, special <laughs> yes. guest, Royce Young. And thank you for being here because it's our live podcast. It is also our five-year anniversary of Down to Dunking. Wow. I was 15. I was 15 years old when we started. <laughs> yeah. I was in my mid to late 20s. Uh, that's factual. That's yeah. factual. <laughs> Things change, man. Oh, man. But guys, uh, if, if for the people here, if you haven't already, get a salad. They're delicious. Seriously. Have any of you had the salad? Raise your hand if you had the salad. Dude, it's so good. See? Yeah. Got some hands. Pizza it's tots. delicious. Pizza, Pizza tots, tots are great. Pizza tots are good. Pizza tots are my, are my reward for finishing the pot. Listen, That's right. <laughs> we gave we gave Andrew a lot of crap for getting a salad at a corn dog place all the time. Yeah, we got the salads tonight. They were really good. They They're were. Good. I'm so full. They were. Guys, let's hop straight into it. Hop straight into Thunder Talks. Let's do it. Okay, guys. This first, our first um, section. Is we're calling it over unders. Luke, Luke has been doing this for five years. Yeah, still, Just a reminder. Still Luke, no good at it. Luke is great at describing things. Oh yeah. So I will give you a topic, and you will tell me if the Thunder will do more or less than what I say. Is that how over under works? Yes. yes. Yeah. No. I've never heard okay. it explained People like that. People that are unfamiliar, okay. that is it. Our first twenty points per game. For Mellow slash Paul George slash Russ. So we're going to do each one. So over under 20 points per game for Carmelo, Anthony, Taylor. What do you think? Over. Over. He's, he's never scored under 20 points for his career. So it's not, that's not going to change here. Is that, is that a, is I that looked true? it up yesterday. All right. <laughs> Nobody's going to Google that. Nope. No one's Nobody has Google. access to Google right now. Royce, what do you think? Over. Melo's a professional scorer. He doesn't know any other way other than scoring, so yeah, I got to go over on that, too. I think over as well. I think he's going to play a lot with the second unit. I think they're going to give him as many opportunities as he can to score. He's going to shoot a ton of threes this season. Playing the four, the mismatches that he's going to have are going to be unlike he's had in his career. So I, 
I, I agree with the over. For do, you think it, points. do you think it's a bad sign necessarily if he didn't score over, or do you think it could be like in a weird way a good sign if he, if Melo averaged 18 a game but on high efficiency numbers? I think it's I think it actually would be good because I think that it would show that he's like willing to take the Chris Bosh role right. on this Thunder team or the Kevin Love role on this Thunder team. Because I think a lot of people are assuming that that could be Paul George. And I don't think that's necessarily the best thing. No. I mean, Melo's 33. Right. And and I think, I mean, I think he's going to score more than 20 a game. But if he did score fewer, I mean, that, that leaves more there for Alex Sabrinas. That leaves more there for Steven Adams. And I, and I think the Thunder, to be really good, need those guys to be productive. And yeah. it, it can't just be Melo, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook scoring 85% of the points. Right. But it might be. It might be. I think it will be. <laughs> I think it probably will be. And and Melo, too, being the third guy, he can score 20 pretty easily and efficiently, too. I mean, he hasn't had to be very efficient right. in New York for a long time. And so we might actually see the most efficient Melo in this lineup. So it's so much easier for him to score 20 than, say, Paul George. Like what you were talking about. But, man, Paul George scores a lot with the ball in his hands. And so I, th- I just think it's going to be harder for him to get 20 I think 20 typically you do score with the ball in your hands. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but not catch and shoot, right? Okay. Like, he's not going to be in as many catch and shoot. All right, that if was three if overs. there's a player that scored without the ball in his hands, We're I don't not want doing that guy on his team. Hey, that's, that's the best player in the league. <laughs> yeah. Three uh, overs for 20 points per game for Melo. Let's move on to Paul George. Over. Put me down for an over. I'm going under 19. 19.9 points See, I think game. that's a bad sign. I think that'd be a bad sign. I think, it, I think they're... I'm just going to go ahead and say they're all over. I just think that these guys are going to get their shots, and they're going to make sure that yeah. the stars shoot. And like Paul George is going to... Paul George is going to get his shots, and I think he's also going to get a chance to play with the second unit some as well. So I think that he's going to get his shots. If, if any of these guys are going under, I think Taylor's right. It's Paul George. Yep, that's it. Yeah. And Russ going to be like 28 again, probably. Yeah, I was say, like, yeah. Russ doesn't change at all. Just, no okay. these guys on so the here, let me, let me go and take over hosting responsibilities and completely derail this. This is a conversation I was having with somebody the other day. You talk about Melo playing with the second unit. You talk about Paul George playing some with the second unit. Which one of the three do you think is the best suited to spend the most minutes with the second unit? Paul George, to me. I like the idea of Paul George just because he can play both ends. I think that the second unit could hemorrhage points really fast if it's Carmelo out there with the bench because they're not going to defend the rim. They're not a great rebounding team uh, as a second unit. So I think that having Paul out there allows them to switch everything. I don't think there's be a ton of holes in that particular defense. Uh, but it's I can also make the case for Melo is that he can be the hub of an offense. I think that that's going to be the initial instinct is to play mellow with it almost in like the way that the thunder utilize Ennis canner in the second unit you run everything through right. him you post him up you isolate him i don't think that's the best fit to me i think i i would probably lean towards russell now russell has a tendency I, I think russell can excel the most playing alongside those guys because he can he can make them better but look i'll to put it bluntly, Russell's used to playing with garbage. You know, so like, yeah, I mean, yeah. if, if anybody can take bad players and make them better, I think it's Russell. And so if, if you were, you know, I think it would kind of feed into to Westbrook's inhibitions to run the show completely because he's going to want those moments. Yeah. So the, I, I would lean towards Russell. The thing is that all these guys have that in them. Like the, I want the ball, right. I want the shot. And that's what makes 
That's why people are like, this team has uh, high combustibility because of the superstars on this team. And that's kind of why. Because they all score the basketball in such a way. They all score the ball. Isolation. They score the ball in their hands. With with their their balls in their hands. The ball comes out of their hands and into the basket. And it's just such a weird thing. It's in their hands at one point. At some point. (laughs) But here's here's the thing that's confusing, too, is you're right. They all want to score. They're all like the main guy, right? But they've all shown an ability to be great passers, too. Not Even Melo has been like... underrated passer passer. when he wants to be and they all can buckle down on defense when they want to be so it's just kind of it's kind of up to them what they want to do i think after this question my i think how sorry do you feel for billy donovan right now not that sorry this is a good problem to have though it is a good problem to have but what i feel more sorry for him last year when he thinks when he's sitting there staring at a wall in a dark room going (laughs) what do i do when russell westbrook sits down i don't know what to do it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see what he does because he's had such different seasons. Every yeah. season he's had something completely new to do with a Thunder team, and you're right, it is a good problem to have. But he's he's got a lot of egos to manage. He's got a lot of things to manage with this team. So do we need Luke to do the last over? Or do we all agree? <laughs> I'll, I'll go I'll go un, I'll go under on Russ on, on all, Russ? Just, on all, all of them on all, on all of them okay. just to be a naysayer. <laughs> but let's move on to our next category. It is. 9.5 assists over under for Russ. Over. I think it's a real bad sign if he's under that. Yeah. He's, I'm going under, suckers. Is it, I, I think you can make either case, though, Royce. You can Because I, it means that he's trusting his teammates more. Sure, he's I letting guess. people He's letting Paul George maybe run a few pick and rolls. That's just not the nature of Russell, and that's not the nature of the Thunder offense, though. But I, what, I, if, I, what, I, if, what if, what if this? Russ is nine assists per game. Paul George is four. Well, then that's and point three, and and Melo's like three point five. I think that that's a good sign. Then then that's a good sign. I just see? don't see that as realistic <laughs> in the world. Hey. I, to me, Russell Westbrook's ideal numbers, if I was going to lay them out on paper, would be twenty three points a game, twelve and a half assists a game, and seven rebounds. Yeah, something like that. I, I would see because look, an assist. A lot of people kind of got critical of Westbrook's assists last year. But what is reduce what an assist is? It leads to a basket. Yeah, that's important in basketball. So right. I, I don't think it's ever really a bad thing for Russell Westbrook to have an assist. I, I think that he is going, he's going to feel a responsibility to make sure to include Paul George, include Carmelo Anthony, include Abrinas, include include Stephen Adams. And the ball is just going to be in Westbrook's hands. That's something the Thunder learned last year, mm-hmm. and they understand. And I think that players like Paul George and Carmelo Anthony can fit into that into that structure of understanding the ball is just going to be in Russell's hands. Yeah, and that's where people can be overcritical of the Thunder. Like, did you see that they were the lowest team in passes, you know, per right. game or whatever? And it's just like that's never how Russ has ever played the game. Yeah, right. what's, like, a, what's a straight line Westbrook drive to the bucket that he, and he kicks to a corner three-point shooter? That's one pass in a possession. Right. And it generates the best shot in basketball. Or so, like, have, I don't think that... The Adams lob, right. the corner threes. I mean, he's he's generating efficient offense himself, but people, I don't know, Statners just don't like it. Yeah. So, last year was the first year that he averaged over 10 assists per game, right? Right. For his yeah. whole career. And every other time he's had a, a guy to share usage rate with. Yeah. Uh, and I, like I think that doing. that's going to be the same. 
you know, maybe Mello and That's a good point. I changed my mind. (laughs) Maybe Mello and Paul George take up the usage percentage that KD did when KD was here together combined. And so that's why I think he's not going to get over. I mean, I I think that is a really good point because Westbrook doesn't, I don't know if this makes sense, he doesn't generate assists organically. Right. You know, like in the Chris Paul style of like within a flow of the offense that like he gets, he gives it up, he gets it back, he swings it to a shooter. Westbrook's assists are very direct and very, you know, for lack of a better word, forced. I mean, he he rams the ball in there for an assist. I mean, that's what right. he is attempting to do. He is trying to pass directly to a bucket. So I do think that if you if you just remove possessions from him, because his usage rate is going to go down, right. I, I think that's a pretty good case to make. I just think right. that with his offensive weapons, he's just, he's just going to – I think he will kind of stumble his way into assists this year. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Andrew, all during this live pod, what are you drinking on? I've been drinking some Anthem Brewing's Ogletoberfest. I've been sipping on it as well, and it has been good. It's the best Oktoberfest beer that you can get. That's true. The seasons are changing, our bodies are changing, and our taste buds need something different, a different flavor. And that flavor is Ogletoberfest. Exactly right. It really is. It's light, it's delicious. Taylor, what do you think about it? Oh, hey, guys. Just walked in. My body's been a-changing, let me tell you. (laughs) I can tell. And it really just needs an Ogletoberfest. And tonight, I got it, and my body is so happy. Can you tell by looking? I can tell. It's a positive change, your body. It's going through. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's great. So, if your body's changing. (laughs) You also have Uh, a changing body. Test out a... An Uncle Tower Fest. It really is good. I, uh, jokes aside and body talk aside, it really is good. It is good. And go check out Anthem's Tap Room downtown. Yes, absolutely. Southwest they've, they've got some exclusive beers that Nick has been telling us about. I'll be there soon. Get ready. I'll most likely be there this weekend. And testing out the product. Hey. Drink, drink Anthem beer. Yeah, go by the Tap Room. It's great. All right, let's move on to our next category. Over, under, two steals. For Paul George, his career average is 1.7. So the case for the over is he doesn't have to guard the best player on the opposing team anymore because Robertson will do that, and he's able to roam a little bit more. Like He's able to play more of like a Draymond Green defensive role where he can roam and create chaos, kind of like Russell Westbrook does. Uh, The case for the under is it's really hard to get over two steals a game. Yeah. Taylor? I was going to go over for the same reason that I just think he's going to... It's going to be harder for him. He's going to have to really make more of a concerted effort to, to be involved in offense. Yeah. And I think he's just going to put more energy toward defense. I think he's going to see, this is how I'm going to really contribute first to this team. And then I'm still, I know I'm still going to get mine offensively. And so I think he's just going to be aggressive. Yeah. Defensively, I, I gotta go under. I'm gonna go under just because I get completely carried away with stats, and yeah. I, uh, I just have a tendency to just like lay stats on everybody. So just to check myself, I'm going under. Oh. All right, guys. Our next, our next category is over under. Sixty nine segments on nice. the jump that will talk about the pecking order for OKC. First of all, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Same well, I don't think it's going to be over or under. Oh, I think it's going to be right at... I think, I think, it's, right push. I think it's going to be nice. <laughs> I think it's going to be perfectly 69. <laughs> yes. I agree. I agree. Can't argue with that. But is that going to be like a constant thing oh, that's talked goodness. about all year long? I feel like it's going to be all year. Whose team is this really? We right. know it's Russell's team, but right now it seems more like Melo's team. 
game. And why is, you think Paul George is upset with the amount of shots he's I mean, it's just going to be a topic all season. You bring Carmelo Anthony and Paul George onto your team, that it's going to be talked about Look, all season. I've been in the uh, in the in the room talking about jump segments before, and it's like sometimes you just got to come up with something to talk about, and like yeah. this this is like the low hanging fruit of basketball, oh, yeah, yeah. Or really just professional sports. Like we crave narrative, we crave discussion points. This is the easiest discussion to have, especially yeah. when it comes to a superstar, you know, driven team, especially this Thunder team. That who takes the last, but I, I do think it is a, a an actual talking point about crunch time. Who gets the ball? How did the Thunder run offense? Because there was such a clarity for the team last year. It was Westbrook's time. He was going to have the ball in his hands regardless of anything. That first close game where, you know, it's a three-point three, three point game in the final two minutes, I think, I think we're going to have to kind of evaluate, like, how did the Thunder run their offense there? But in terms of that, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say over, over, on, <laughs> over on 69. <laughs> you know what? I'd trade that conversation for the if Russ didn't sign the extension. Yeah, every day though. Oh, because yeah. that's what it would have been. That would have yeah, been. Yeah. That's an even lower hanging fruit. So yeah. whatever, I'll take whatever you guys want to talk about now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All, right. All right, next over or under eighteen minutes per game for Alex Abrinas. I think it's over. I think he's gonna. He needs to be on the court. I think that he's gonna take minutes from Dre. I think he's going to. I don't know if he'll lead the bench in minutes, but I think he's gonna be pretty close. I just think that his his ability to be an elite shooter is something the Thunder don't have on the team, and so they're going to use him a lot. Is he in, is he in your preferred closing lineup? See, and depending that's, on the team, yeah, and that's why that's why I put him over because who else is going to take minutes on the bench on the wing? So there's already what twelve, thirteen, easy, yeah, and then. If depending on how well he plays, he might be finishing games a lot too. So there's another five to. I mean, I love Stephen Adams on the floor. I think he is one of the most important pieces on the team, absolutely. But it's hard not to salivate over a closing lineup of Westbrook, Abrinas, George, Mello, and Patrick Patterson. Yeah, Yeah. like that is shooting on top of shooting. And I mean, that's hard not to kind of fall in love with that idea. I think Abrinas is over 18 minutes a game. I, I, I see him as 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 the most important bench player on the team this season. I think that Westbrook is going to... I think Westbrook is going to play a lot of minutes with them in the second unit. I think that they're going to find some pick-and-roll chemistry. Some, yeah. uh, I, I think that that'll be kind of a wrinkle that Thunder used to throw in there. He has bulked up. Hashtag muscle watch. That's right. Abrinas is a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. I think he'll be able to guard people more. I think people are going to be pretty surprised at the skill set. I, I, I'm, I'm probably overly high on Abrinas this year, but I, I, think he's going to, I think he's going to be pretty impressive. My main reason for loving him is that Russell really loves him, yeah. and Russell will pass him the ball. Yeah. I mean, he's. He, I would put Abrinas in probably my 15 best pure shooters in basketball, maybe 10 best. I don't know. It, Alex Abrinas is as good. 10 a, best. He is a pure not. I know shooter. he is. That's. I just like to hear it. I just want to hear you say it again. He's really good. Man. All right, and keeping the topic on Alex Abrinas, over or under four three-point attempts for Abrinas. Over. It's a great sign if it's over. I think it's over. I think it's going over. Because he wasn't he wasn't that far off from that last season. What did he have last year? I think he was just a little bit over three. Well, and especially if he plays 20 to 23 minutes per game, too. They're just going to come naturally. I mean, it, it, you, you put him in the corner. Yeah. It would be hard for him to not take that many threes. You know, I, I think, too, yeah. that was something that with Abrinas early last season, 
his shooting ability was never in question. It was just a matter of getting him shots. Right. And I think he had to understand space, how to free himself, how to move without the ball. And I think he's got a much better grasp on that now. And then plus you put him in lineups with Melo and Paul George or whatever. He's, he's just going to find his way into good looks, and I, I think that's going to be over. Yeah. He was 3.6 last season. I think oh. it's an easy over. Yeah. Easy yeah, over. Yeah. Easy. He's going to put him up. Bet the over. All right, Luke. Sorry, and I'm off your page. Next over or under two three-point attempts for Jeremy Grant. Mm. This one's tough. I'm going under. He's, he needs to take threes. Like the guy, I think if he's going to be effective against Golden State, Houston, right. teams like that, I know that he's really worked on his drive game, and he did that a few times the other night. I just am not a believer in that. I he don't, has no idea what he's doing when he puts the ball. No, in the it's not he good. He just needs to be three and D, spot up, block shots. That's it. And it worries me that he will pump fake and go to the rim. I just. I, I don't like that. I think I, I think he'll be under because I think he likes to do that so much, but I wish it would be over. I think it's going to be under because I think he's going to play a lot of center this year. Yeah. And I, I just don't think he's going to find himself spotted up in the corner near as much as he did last season. I think, you know, he quietly had a very good shooting season, especially from the corners. I don't oh, think he was great. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think he's going to shoot the ball as well as he did last season. I just... I, I don't think he's that good of a shooter. I think he's going to regress in that in that way. So I think it'll be under because I think he's going to play a lot more minutes at the five. Yeah, and I think he's going to be playing with Patrick Patterson a lot too in the second unit, right? So whoever's running the offense with that second unit, they're going to be looking for Patrick Patterson being open, not Jeremy Grant. They're, they're not running anything for him to shoot. I don't think you want Jeremy Grant taking that many threes. I, no. I think there's too many good shooters that you want to distribute those shots to. And I don't think it's a great sign if, if Jeremy Grant's getting a, a good yeah. welcome. Yeah. yeah, I see it. He's not going to have as many minutes as a guy like Andre, but he's kind of like Andre in that they're not really going to guard him. Right. And so what's he going to do when he gets the ball? Like Dre last year, he was just going to put up a three, whether it air balls or clanks off the side of the backboard. I don't. Jeremy Grant doesn't have that same mentality. I, w- I kind of wish he would because I want to see if it's real. I just want to yeah. see if the shooting is real. You want to believe. I do. Well, speaking of Andre Robertson, over or under two three-point attempts for Andre Robertson? Over. Uh, I wish it wasn't, but I just think it's going to be. I just think he's going to play a lot of minutes, and he's going to (laughs) be so open all the time. That it's like, what else is he going to do? There's going to be too many times when it's like, you have to take I, That's why I think it's going to be under, though. I think that last year it was, there was an, a myriad of factors in, into the reason that Dre took so many shots, so many threes, is that, for one, it was a contract year. He was trying to earn himself some money. Two, it was just by nature of the roster. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of great options out there. And I, I think it's going to be something that they completely drill into the team this year, That, especially him, that... If there's 12 on the shot clock and you're wide open, put the ball on the floor. Yeah. And I just I just don't think he's I, – I don't think that they're going to give him freedom to take those kind of threes this year. What takes more confidence, shooting a three or putting the ball on the floor for Robertson? <laughs> because whatever takes more confidence, that's what he will not do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that though they, w- they would probably do a lot of the same stuff that they did in the playoffs where he'll play power forward and offense yeah. on off the offensive side. He'll be a screener and a roller. Look – it's, it's something that I've heard from people within the front office and their scouting department a lot. If he would just do the things that he's good at and just stick to transition baskets, cutting off you know screens, 
putting the ball on the floor in you know certain situations. Nobody would talk about the bad things that he does, but it's just the fact. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, it, it, he just continually highlights the thing that he does bad. People would focus on the fact that he's a, a very you know one of the elite defenders in basketball and a nice kind of you know garbage man offensive player where he can kind of just get you six to eight points in a game out yeah. of transition, out of cutting to the basket. He's an extremely effective player if he does that. Here's the thing. Tell him that he's not a shooting guard. Yeah. Because he hears the word shooting, and he's like, well, i got to shoot the ball. I think mentally you just tell him you're a defender and you're a cutter. You're a defending guard. Yes. You're a defending guard, and now now go do, go do your thing. Go do the defending guard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Next, over or under 1.5 blocks from Steven Adams. I, I want. I want it to be over. I do. I think it's under. I do too. I don't. I, I want it to be. He's over. a high, high level defender, but he's not really a rim protector. He's yeah, not, that's right. why he's not a crash off the weak side kind of guy and just swat something into the stands. Right. I, I just. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see that many blocks from him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Our final over under. Our second. <laughs> <laughs> Two final over under over or under three point five players hitting over thirty seven point five percent from three. God, that was complicated. Yeah. So how many players are going to be good shooters on this team? So like it, a good three point shooter is going to shoot above like thirty seven percent from three. So how many of those guys do you we have? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Play, yeah. Over under three point five. So, I got to say under on that. So the locks to me: Abrinas, Patrick Patterson, Paul George. So you're locking Patrick Patterson. I'm not well. locking Patrick. I'm, I'm locking Mello. I'm, I'm going Mello, Paul George, Abrinas. He's going to be wide open. I think Abrinas is a lock. I think Paul George is a lock. And then you have Mello, and you have Jeremy Grant too as like a wild card. No. He's a wild card. Patrick Patterson is a wild card. He's to a me. wild card, man. Patrick Patterson is known as a three-point shooter, but he's known as a three-point big. But if you look at his percentages, he's shot, like, his best year is around, like, 35%, right. I think. So it's not like he's just this knockdown right shot. now. I did it last Tayshon. night, sucker. Yeah. And uh, I, just I don't know, that's a wild card. So if he just if he's just wide open and he has a great year, then that's the guy who puts it over. Yeah. But Melo, Paul George, and Abrina, so 30, those guys. 37% last season for, for okay. two Pat. Okay, you win. <laughs> That's still under 37.5, just so you know. Shot 38% in 2012 13. <laughs> I don't know who I looked at. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were looking at uh, Andre Robertson. I was right. looking at Patrick uh, Batterson. <laughs> and now, it's our final over under. Over or under four Twitter incidents for KD this season. Ooh. Oh. Does that mean. Uh, on, on one account, or it does not matter. Because like we know he's on multiple accounts, right? probably even at the very moment that we're speaking. But how many times does he get caught? It's under. He's gonna be. He's gonna cut that off. No, it's over. He if, can't. He's. I, I think that he's going to. He's going to <laughs> cause something when he's going to go back and forth with some fans. He's going to say something. I don't think he's going to have another burner incident by any means. I can't help but wonder. I, it's like kept me up at night wondering if, if Kevin Durant has been in my mentions as a burner account. Yeah, I bet he has. he has. Oh, I know 100%. that he has. I bet he has. You guys had like, kind, I mean, you knew each other yeah. as humans. So I bet he has, man. Until oh, he, he died. I, I'm you knew him. Until, until he passed away. 
I um yeah, I'm pretty sure that he probably has been. You got to look back to acquire Sultan. I know. I got to I got to go through <laughs> and try to figure out which yes. which person he was. <laughs> All right, guys. Our next section of the podcast is a little game I like to call "Who Leads the Team In." It's such a fun game. Yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> this isn't a game. You guys are gonna be great at it. It's not a game. Our first. Who leads the team in minutes per game? I think the game should be called How Many Times Are We Going to Say Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the answer is Russell Westbrook. I don't, think, I don't think it's Russ in this, in this one. I think I it's do. Paul George. It's either Paul George or Steven Adams is my guess. Oh. I hope I hope it's Steven. Because I think they need him to be that elite defensive team to be out there a lot. Didn't you make the point earlier that did, you okay. don't think Steve is going to play as much? Because I just, I just no, I said I, I really like the idea of that closing lineup of having right. batters in the spot. I'm not saying it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I think, look, what is Westbrook's career high in minutes per game? Probably, what, 36? Like 52. He led the team last year at 34 minutes per game. I just know that Billy loves to play a lot of guys. I think Russell's yeah. going to be around 33 to 34 minutes a game, and I think yeah. Paul George is probably going to play 36 and a half or something. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah. That means less minutes for Kyle Singler, which is good. Hmm. Hmm. But is Kyle here? I, like he, yeah. he really does no. seem like Kyle? the guy who would who would actually is come he riding to this. by on his bike again? That's <laughs> yeah. a deep cut. For that is a deep cut. Deep cut. It's <laughs> a deep cut. Um, all right, all right. Next, who leads the team in minutes off the bench? We can't say Russell. We can't say Russell. <laughs> he doesn't qualify. Taylor, Abrinas. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Abrinas. Royce, I would say Abrinas. I think I, I think you can make a case. For Patrick Patterson? I think it's Patterson. Just because he can but, play both big spots, he can shoot. I just think Billy is going to love Patrick Patterson. I think he's going to love his I effort on that. defense. He's going to love his shooting. He's actually a pretty good passer, too. I think he's going to love him, and I think he's going to play him a lot. Yeah. Why doesn't he marry him? Next. <laughs> Got him. Who leads the team in points per game? Russ. Russell. I, I think it's... It's it's going to be Russell, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I, I just think that that's a. Pretty that's what we like to call consensus. <laughs> Next, <laughs> who leads? That's the a little game you like to call consensus. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of games being like played game. tonight. Called consensus. Next, who leads the team in rebounds per game? Mm, this was this really hard. This I actually, tough. I don't know. I don't know. Seriously, it's, I it's, think it's Russell. It's really that's what I wrote. My paper says Russ. But that's, that's what my not, paper says. And that's real, right? It's right. Yeah. yeah. Of I mean, course it is. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be Steve, even though you want it to be. I don't it's not think it'll be. be him. No. I think. I think my second candidate would be Mello. That's my Mello. Mello's yeah. a great rebounder. He can he can pile up offensive rebounds. He's he routinely has those possessions. I remember he'll just kind of bully ball somebody yeah. and like put it back and forth like yeah. three or four times. I I'm, I'm kind of torn on that one. I think that. I don't want to say Russell. I don't think it's a good thing if Russell's leading the team. It's Russell. I'm going mellow. I think I'm going to go mellow. mellow. Well, I think also the pace, as much as the pace mattered last year, I think it matters just as much this year with this team. And so if they can get to playing faster and get into their sets faster and run the break, I think that matters. And if you have people boxing out for us and doing the same thing, although Tom Haverstroh will probably complain about it, you should probably do it. Do you think that... uh if Russ averaged, let's say, like five rebounds a game this year, that that'll be a big narrative. Then everybody will jump all over that. Oh, see, my gosh. See, I told you he was stat padding. First of all, that's impossible. <laughs> Second of all, yes, yes. people will jump yes. all over that. Do you think that they're going to do the free throw block out again? 
<laughs> Why do people make a big deal saying, out of that? Do you think that that's going to yes, happen? Yes, and they should because it helps get the offense going okay. faster. Yes. Okay. I get so mad about that. Are you friends with Tom Habershaw, yes or no? Yes. Oh. I love Tommy. Oh. We send him a message for us. We'll tell you after the pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next. Who leads the team in steals? I think it's Paul George. Paul George. Yeah, Paul George. Robertson's not really a steal guy. I'm going to yeah. say Paul George. Yeah. Unless Paul he's George. in the playoffs. And then he steals every other possession. And he's suddenly a good three-point yeah, shooter, right. too. So suddenly a good makes sense player. in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. All right, next. Who leads the team in blocks? Steve. Jeremy Grant. I got Jeremy Grant. We'll Ooh. go with Jeremy Grant. How many do you think? I don't know. One and a half. Yeah. One. And, one I just. We don't have a lot of like. We don't have an Ibaka on this team. There's not a guy yeah, that blocks a right. ton of shots. I think if it's anybody, it's Jeremy Grant. I agree. He's not going to play enough for me. I'm going Steve. Yeah, I, really? Why don't you think? Why do you think he's going to play? I think he's going to play. I'm just saying he's not going to play enough to average over what Steve is going to average because of how much Steve is going to play. Yeah. Next. Who leads the team in? This guy should play more comments on our podcast. Mm. <laughs> Russ, Russ Houston. Probably Houston. Andrew loves Josh Houston. I've already it's already at like a hundred for the preseason with Josh Houston. Uh like why? 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 Yeah. Because he's awesome. He looks like a guy. Why do you think that? Okay, because Why do people have this opinion of he, Because he's uses. not Kyle. He's not. Like, he There's can, a lot of people that aren't Kyle Singler. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that, I mean, I mean, he blocked James Harden at the rim the other night. I've never seen Kyle Singler do anything approaching something that cool. Uh, he hit a three. I just think give him a chance. I'm not saying that he should play because I have all this evidence and I've piled up all these stats and here's why Josh Houston should play. Right. They should play him because he was a first round pick. They haven't played him at all and he's a wing that has 3 and D potential. That's why they should play him. You know, I understand that when you have like a team of 15 guys that people talk about certain players. Can I just say, in terms of Kyle Singler, like sports animal callers this week, I've heard so many callers call in and complain about Kyle Singler. Like, why do people care about him? Like, he look back at the game logs last year. He didn't play. He is a non-factor on the team. He's, he's going to be in a suit all season long. They're going to try to deal him to the first team that will take him. Yeah. If not that, they're going to stretch provision him. He's, he is, like... He's meaningless on the team. It's because I, he played for Duke. Why are people obsessed with Kyle Singler and the fact that he exists? I don't understand why. It's the mini man bun. It's and it's because he makes five million a year. I understand that, but people are consumed by the fact that Kyle Singler, like, you know, this team is really great, but they still have Kyle Singler on it. Every team has crappy players on it. Not, I feel like, not, not this bad, bro. I feel like you're We're subtweeting. I feel like you're subtweeting the Down to Dunk podcast right <laughs> now. Like you are. I just don't understand why. Like, there is this fascination with like. I wonder if like people in San Antonio are like, uh, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy, Bryn Forbes. Like, Bryn Forbes is trash. Hey, Bryn Forbes is good. Bryn Forbes is actually pretty, pretty good. A, trying to think of a... <laughs> See, of he's actually pretty good. Like, you can't think of somebody as bad as Kyle. <laughs> you pay him $5 million a year and people won't think he's very good. That's, true. That's, That's true. true. All right, next. Who leads the team in? Why is he playing comments on the pod? So... <laughs> So who do we think is like really gonna play? Ray Felton. You think it's that's Ray? what I thought too. I think it's Ray Felton. Love Ray. Yeah. 
You like Ray Felton? I Felton's? love Ray Felton. Are you the <laughs> only person no. in the world? He's I like great. him too, but can't you see like a two month period where you're like Ray Felton blows? He, he's gonna have like a he's gonna have a one for six game with three turnovers in ten minutes, and people are like. Oh man, you got to Paul George run point guard yeah, in the second unit right. or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bring him back, Old Depot, yeah. and run the backup point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really the only answer of a guy that's really going to play. Did we have this conversation the other day, Andrew? I, I was having it with somebody about who the Thunder's tenth man is. We talked about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, who's the Thunder's tenth man? It's We're like, going to talk about it here in a minute. Oh, oh, teaser! Wow, oh, nice tease, dude. Teaser. But before we get to that. We got to answer the question: Who leads the team in thick daddiness? <laughs> Ray Felton. Ray Felton. Yeah. You Is there another answer for the thickest daddy Steve, on the like, team? You could say Steve. Yeah, but he. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying Ray. It's Ray. You know who is so so thick? Who? <laughs> you played for the Rockets the other night. I want PJ Tucker, dude. PJ Tucker. Goodness. <laughs> when you had that fast break when Stephen Adams was chasing after him, I was like, man, all I thought was just thick daddy, thick daddy, thick daddy, thick daddy dump. <laughs> man, I was just amazed. He didn't used to be that thick. Dude. No, he, he really, not. He really, like, thickened up. He when you have really increased his thickness. thick daddy watch yeah. in the offseason. He's number one thick daddy right now. He had a lot of thick beef in the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're moving on to a new section. It's called, it's a game called This or That. Nice game, dude. Another game. It's game night. Playing so many games. Okay. This, and I'm going to be, if you thought I was bad at describing them earlier, I'm going to be really bad at these. Okay. Number one, what number will be higher? Oklahoma City's wins or Robertson's free throw percentage? This is one of the hardest questions. This this came from at Detally Live on Twitter, and I have flip flopped on it about six times. And I'm and I've landed on it's the Thunder's win total. Okay, it's a very mean question. This is why I like it so much. It's very real. I think he's shooting fifty percent or worse from the free throw line this season again. Yeah, I don't see why he improves in that in that regard. He's terrible at it. Yeah. I think, continue to be bad. I mean, I think the Thunder are probably going to win 55 games, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's shooting 55%. Nope. Nope. Yikes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next. This or that. Houston or Ferguson as the 10th man. Wow. That's a great topic. You're <laughs> I, I came up with it. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you think, Tayshawn? Ferguson. He played the other night, and Houston didn't. I know. That that tells me a lot. I mean, it tells me as much as anything that happens in preseason can tell me, but why not play Houston in a preseason game? Ferguson played how many minutes? If I've learned anything about the NBA, it's to draw conclusions based off of one preseason game. That's right. <laughs> and blue and white scrimmage. How, this is Houston's what? Fourth year? Here's how you know, because Billy Donovan gave the same bullcrap answer about why Josh Houston doesn't play. Yeah, again. doesn't have a position. Right. I don't know where he goes. He says the same thing every time. I don't think he means what he's saying, and I don't really know what he... I don't know what, why he doesn't play, but I think that it's I just, just a BS think, answer. I don't think Ferguson... You know, I've heard a lot of rave reviews about how he's practiced and how he's looked, and people are impressed with his athleticism, his shooting ability. A lot of people have talked about how he's... Uh, more adequate defender at this early stage than they expected him to be. Yeah, but he—he's—I don't think he's strong enough. And I, I just think on a team at this level, I don't think he's ready to play. And so if, if I was picking between the two, I would—I would pick Houston. Is there a thinner Lizzie in the NBA than Terrence Ferguson? Oh, 
He's Will some, Barton is still like I know, but Will Barton's epic, had a few years like, to put a little meat on his bones. He's not quite as thin. Terrence Ferguson also goes with the shorty shorts on, with oh, the yeah. uh, with the skinny legs. Yeah, he is so skinny. He's got some skinny legs. He is so skinny. That's a very like trendy thing to do for the real young guys, yeah. isn't it? Where, so like, if it's not either one of those guys, is there another tenth man candidate? Do you do Kyle? the opposite if you're thick? Should Ray Felton just wear like the baggiest shorts of all time? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> just go. Totally. He should, man. Just go that. 1994 with yeah. everybody. Sweatpants. <laughs> is there another candidate for Kyle? the tenth spot, Kyle? I mean, it's Ky- I mean Kyle. Yeah, I guess it'll be. I mean, unless it's. I mean, Dakari Johnson is not capable of playing in the NBA. If, if you can draw one conclusion from one preseason game... From a scrimmage? I can see the scrimmage. Dakari Johnson. Yeah. He can't play. Dakari Johnson is not ready for the NBA. He cannot play. Um, I think it's going to be Ferguson. I just think they're going to give him a shot. I think that they... I don't know why they're investing in this first-round pick and not the other, but I think that they will. He's, you're right. He's way too thin. He's not going to defend anybody, but I think he's going to be able to shoot the ball. And he's he's at least uber confident. Like I have no yeah. questions about his confidence. And this team gives you room to give a rookie reps like this too. You yeah. know what I mean? If he's your tenth man, you have a great, you have a good second unit. You have a good, whatever. You can put him out on the floor, get him reps, and it's not really going to hurt you that much. What about this for a for a twist answer? What about a, what if it was Isaiah Cannon? <gasps> I wouldn't. I don't know. I think because I I could see him being capable of playing alongside Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can play the two. And he's really more of a natural two than he yeah. is a one he's a, anyway. He's a good shooter. Yeah, he can shoot it. Do you think they'll keep him? That's my question is I don't even know if they're going to keep him. I don't know. And I think you, you brought up an interesting point on Twitter the other night about Daniel Hamilton being the first sub. And yeah. maybe they could take that roster spot away and just kind of rely on the two-way player to be the third point. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think Samaj is sticking around. So I, I just... Yeah. He's I don't, not? I don't anticipate that, so... <laughs> All right, this is good news. That might be the answer to our next Ooh, this yay. or that. <laughs> this or that. Singler or Samaj. Just like I have to pick one for my... Yeah. I don't like Not them. for anything. <laughs> They're not going to do anything. You just got to pick them. Pick one. Just pick one to, like, to be my friend. I'm picking Kyle because I think Kyle is way more entertaining. He provides a lot of... Of things, uh, he's got a pretty cool. He's got a great Instagram. If you guys uh, follow him on Instagram, there is no way I ever look at his Instagram. He is doing some weird things, and you should check it out. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he had one of his birthmarks on him the other night with the. Uh, I know cup, the cupping the cup thing on it. The cupping mark. I mean, yeah, I, I would pick Kyle Singler one re- for one reason. He has a lot more money. Um, That's right. Yeah. True. Because there's no criteria. You I can think, just pick whatever you want. I think Samaj Christian's a better basketball player. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Next, this or that. Mello or Paul George taking the last shot. Ooh. I'm going Mello. I want Mello taking it. I think I want I want to say Paul George because I like Paul George is one of my all-time favorite. I love Paul George. He's so smooth. But I, I think I would if I'm putting the ball in somebody's hands, I, I kind of trust in Mello a little more. Well, he's just a little better at getting his own shot. Exactly. Too, that's, right? yeah. I can like, see Paul George kind of getting shut off. Yeah, yeah. And, and kicking it to somebody else. Yeah, I think it's Mello. Just depending on the situation. So if we're talking about like a catch and well, even a catch and shoot, I think I probably trust Mello more. Yeah. Mello's just a better offensive player. Yeah. Huh. All right. Next to this or that, Patterson or Grant at backup center. I want Patterson. I, I, I just, like I said, I just thinking of lineups with Melo at the four, Patterson at the five. That 
that is so much shooting there that it's, it's hard not to get excited about that. Yeah, it's Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, and he's also a little bit bigger. And tr- traditionally, he hasn't guarded big guys well at all. But he will do better than Jeremy will yeah. against guys that can score like in the post or anything like that. I mean, Jeremy is too thin. He still doesn't have enough strength to guard those guys. But as I like switchy lineup, throwing him, throwing Grant at center is really interesting. Yeah. And I think they're going to do it a lot. Right. Our final this or that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Reese's Puffs? CTT. Cinnamon go- Toast Crunch. Yeah, who's going to pick Reese's Puffs? I don't know. I just was <laughs> leaving it open. Are you a puff guy? Reese's Puffs are hey, really Nikki good. <laughs> are you a puff guy? Hey, Nikki K. Are you a puff guy? I like the puffs, but I would go the crunch. Good, I do. I mean, it's like... Cinnamon I, Toast Crunch. What are you doing, Roy? Wait, which what, one? What is that? What is that face? I just, I mean, it's like not even a. Do you have one above these? No, it's CT, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the all-time series. It's Wrong. So it is. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, Wrong. it is. Wrong. Wrong. Especially because it's especially because it's October. Count Chocula. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> Say so good. I love That's it. Not That's that such good. a bad no, answer. No. It's my favorite. God. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best hey, no, of all seasons. Just nothing yeah. touches. It. I agree. The milk. I don't want to drink any milk other than cinnamon milk. And, and I, I cannot believe somebody has not just for just all occasions made cinnamon toast crunch milk, and you just go buy a bottle of it. Oh, that would be I'm, so gross. Are you kidding? They have that. It's a real thing. <laughs> is it real? Yes, yeah. it is a real thing. Give I've me. Seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I want. Doesn't but at the bottom doesn't have little particles. Yeah, it's just like kind of <laughs> like soggy, oh, soggy cereal. No, no, it's all soggy at the bottom, dude. It's like kind of gross, but you love what it. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's soggy. Dude, this I see cinnamon toast crunch in my truck on the way to work this morning. Now that, that is one of the facts about you that just disturbs me that you eat cereal while driving <laughs> in like sorry. a popcorn bowl so I it doesn't just, splash I out. You gotta, have a, you gotta have a nice splash radius. Like do you have like a like a TV tray like over your <laughs> over your lap or something? <laughs> no, but that's a great idea. Well, I thought of that. You're probably texting and driving and eating your cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Actually, driving is like the fifth thing you're doing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's like recording a podcast. Yeah, like, he does just, the. Uh, he's catching up on House of Cards. And, he does the Dream Team podcast while eating that on the way to work. Right. All right. Next, Taylor, you were getting mad at me for calling oh. the previous thing games because you actually have a game for us. Oh, I'm so I'm glad. I'm a game, man. Um, so, as you can probably tell, as you can probably tell, we're very influenced by Blue Collar Comedy Tour, right? <laughs> All of us. Oh, Huge fans. Yeah. So, uh, what is going to happen? The name, the name of this game is called I Don't Care Who You Are. That's funny right there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, for, we're going to have four like questions and then four true-false. Keep your score. First one. Are we listening? Rashid Wallace had his championship ring made to fit which finger? His middle, his thumb, or his index? His, his middle, middle finger. Middle, middle finger. Middle, middle. Thumb. It's middle. Keep yeah. your own score. Yeah. Woo! Um, second. This player met his wife on a rap video shoot for the East Side Ads. Was it Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, or Tim Duncan? Kobe. Uh, definitely not Kevin, Tim Duncan. Kevin Garnett. Okay. Give me Kobe. It's Kobe. Kobe. I knew that one. Carmelo Anthony got in trouble in grade school because he kept telling his teachers and peers his name was Marmimo, Tyrone, or Rachel. 
So he was telling people his name wasn't Carmelo. He was telling people his name was this name and did it so much that he got in trouble. For I'm going to say Marmimo. I'm going to go yeah. Tyrone. Tyrone. It's Tyrone. Yes. Oh, I it's got a not, point. It's not Marmimo. On the board. That name is not taken if you want to name your kid. <laughs> Marmimo. Marmimo. All right. Supposedly, after being drafted, this player still applied for a job at Circuit City. Kyle so like Oh. <laughs> Eddie Curry, Mehmet O'Kerr, or Ron Artest? Oh, man. Eddie Curry. I'm, I'm going to say uh, Ron Artest. I'm going to go Ron Artest, too. It's Ron Artest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's so crazy. The most Ron Artest. <laughs> could somebody yeah. that tall work at Circuit City? Could Mehmet O'Kerr at like seven <laughs> foot one work at Circuit City? It'd be, it'd be really convenient. They'd be so easy to find. That's true. <laughs> you know? yeah, that is very true. That's... Now hiring seven footers here yeah. at Circuit they City. Should, actually, you should only hire. No, you should only hire one. Anyway, true false. Minute Bull killed a lion with a spear because he killed one of his cows. True. I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to go true as well. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's awesome. Allen Iverson has a younger brother named Sir Allen Iverson. False. I'm going to go true. I'm going to say false. It's false because his name is Mr. Allen Iverson. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that's real. Look it up. It's real. He has a younger brother. His name's Mr. Allen Iverson. Can, even if you've made all these up, I believe it all. So. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be Look it up last night with the Patrick Patterson stuff. Okay. Next. Steph is older than KD. True or uh, false? Oh, true. True. False. It's true. Okay. I thought it was weird. Is that weird to anyone else? Yeah. Right. No, yeah. I played in college for a Bizarre. few years. Last one. This one's winner take all. I don't. Gi- I don't give a crap about what. How many points you got? I'm. I'm I got five. Here it goes. Throw them out the window. Throw them Char- out. <laughs> Charles Barkley put Vaseline in his armpits true. during games. During games. No. Real. I, can I correct it? It's false. Sorry. He said false. true, right? False because he put it in his belly button. Okay, what's yours? I'm, I, I guess I'm going to say false. He sounded very confident. False because he put it in his belly button. He put it in his belly button. He put it. It's false. He put it in his belly button. <laughs> I win. I'm giving me the winner on that one. Listen, he didn't put it in his belly button because his belly button got dry. He put it in his belly button. So he could dip it out of there and put it on his lips. No! Yes! This is true! This is true! That's real. That's why Luke knows this. That's why I know it. How gross is that? Wow. All right, Luke wins because he knew yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's awesome. This has got a slippery belly button. All right. Now we're going to close out with some general questions. Number one, does OKC win the division? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's their strongest competition? It's like if the Timberwolves If the Wolves go crazy. Or Jazz. I, a lot of people are really high on the Blazers right now. I've heard a lot of people talking <laughs> up the Blazers. That's real weird. That's weird to me. I don't know. I think they're in Portland. I'm skeptical of the Wolves personally. I mean, a, 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 yeah. everybody that has an expectation for a young team to take this jump, like, until they do it, I don't necessarily buy it. So If it's anybody, it's the Wolves, but I don't think they'll have a shot. Next. Where do the Thunder finish in the conference? Third. Third. I had them as the second best team before they made the mellow trade, but I didn't have them with the second best record. I think yeah. they're the second best team. Yeah. So I'm going to say third. <laughs> Who's ahead of them? Warriors, Rockets. Yeah, okay. Rockets. Rockets. I got Rockets. Yeah. Next. What will the Thunder's record be? 56 and 26. Oh, that's what I had. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's what I had, too. Yeah, great minds think alike. That's crazy. I did have 56. What did you have, Tayshawn? 
Uh, I had fifty six twenty six. Okay. Man. Oh, cool. That's crazy. Sixty. <laughs> six. Luke's yeah. going sixty nine. I'm gonna win. Uh, I guess you're about to make a sixty nine joke again. <laughs> no, I would He's never. Sixty nine and twelve. I would never. <laughs> All right. Next question. How many times do the Thunder beat Golden State this season? They play three times, right? Yes. Yeah. They play three times. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say zero. That's a. I'm gonna say once. I think they beat him at home. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm gonna believe it when I see it. I'm gonna say once, and I'm gonna say it only takes one. You beat him one time in the regular season. If you match up with him in the playoffs, now you believe more that you can beat them. Then they crumble. Yeah, I don't know. You Warriors. beat him once, and you're really in their nonsense. I think the Warriors are better this year than they were last year. I don't want to talk about the Warriors anymore. What's the next question? Well. Okay, outside of Golden State, is there another team in the West better than the Thunder? Yeah. Um, I would say, I think, I don't think, no, because I said that I think the Thunder is the second best team. Yeah. I think the Rockets are legit competition. I think, I'm not really that high on San Antonio. I'm really Me not. neither. I'm not either. I'm not a believer. I think everybody just kind of believes in them because they win 60 games in their sleep. But yeah. um, I'm not really that high on them, so. I think they're the second best team in the conference. Whether or not they have that record, I don't know because I think it might take them a little bit to gel. But and I also think Dan Tony teams always win a ton of regular season yeah. games. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of two years ago, which I know we should not speak of. But you know, the Thunder had the third yeah. best record in the West. They won fifty five games. I think by the end of the year, really, they were the best team in the West. They just happened to not win the series. But right. so I, I think that this team will probably. I think that. It's going to be a little bit of a rugged start. This team's going to beat most everybody they should. Yeah. They're going to lose some close games to good teams. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they're the second-best team. Right. Last, how far do the Thunder make it in the playoffs? Western Conference Finals. I think they're going to the Western Conference Finals, too. I mean, I think that's where they're going. But can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean. Can you imagine it? It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty it's crazy. Gonna be Can really you imagine crazy. how sad we will be <laughs> if they go to Western Conference Finals <laughs> and lose to the Timberwolves? Oh. And lo- <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. I mean, here's the thing: they would have to if they're the third seed, then they'd have to beat Golden State in the Conference Finals. Oh yeah, it would be yeah. Conference Finals. So they can't yeah. be okay. four. So they need so to, be, have to be Golden State. Yeah, they need to be. Yeah, they need to be two or three to avoid well, then, Golden State. And then State. that leads right, into. If they go to the Western Conference Finals and play the Warriors well, now is Paul George staying for good? So, I mean, like, you know, that's the goal. I think that's the – you yeah. want to be in that series against that team and give yourself a chance. And if it's six games, you think there's more – it goes six, Warriors win. You think Paul George comes back? I think so. Yes. I think so. Okay. If it goes yes. five, but they're, like, super close, you think it comes back? <laughs> <laughs> How about four? It goes four. They're all How about blow, four, but it's like, blow eh. off, but Paul George plays really well. What about yeah. second round game seven? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I think that Russ re-signing ups the chances of Paul George staying, but I don't think that we can ultimately like, give a real percentage on it until yeah. we see what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. I'm going to need each of you to throw out some bold predictions for the Thunder. Russ wins MVP of the league again. <gasps> Ooh, that is bold. That is, bold. That that is, is really bold and spicy. Make your case. He's going to be really good still. <laughs> he's just going to have a nice he's still, I mean, he's the MVP right now, so yeah. that's my case. I'm going to say they have three All-Stars. Oh, that's, that's pretty bold. Is that, is that bold? Okay. That's pretty bold. I think it's bold. In the West, 
I think it's bold, bold in the to West, say that Melo's going to be an all-star, but I think he will be. Yeah. It's bold and spicy. <laughs> bold and spicy like the Dorito. Uh, my, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, that's true. Bold prediction. I think they make another trade that pushes them closer to beating the Warriors this season. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Tolliver. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not going to rule it out. I mean, I... I think trading for I'm not I'm not saying that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just saying probably not, probably not this year, but trading for Carmelo Anthony changes the scope oh, of yeah. what they're doing with this team now. It's not about it, it's about restocking at every moment they possibly can. A year ago, Stephen Adams was not a tradable piece. I think Stephen Adams if they if there is a trade to make that includes Stephen Adams, and and let's say that Anthony Davis is suddenly available. Yep, the Thunder are going to pull the trigger on that type of yeah. deal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no question. Hey, any other bold predictions? <laughs> Everybody, Royce Young of ESPN just said that the Thunder are going to acquire Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bold. Yeah. No, that, that is bold. No, I think I think Sam is going to make another trade. I think they know that. I mean, the Thunder know where they are. Yeah. They understand where they're at. They're going the, for it in the quest for a championship. And they're going to keep trying. I mean, they. I mean, Clay Bennett is committed to spending a lot of money on this team. Yeah, and they're not going to. If they're in the mix, I, I. I think you're probably right. I don't know what. It's kind of like what do they have left to trade? But like, I mean, I mean, what did they have to trade to start with? But that you know, I think that now people are starting to see. Presti's methodology in the rebuild here because it was yeah. kind of like, why did he trade Ursan Ilyasova for Jeremy Grant? Why did he, like, yeah. these incremental moves got you to where you needed to be? I mean, yeah. I'm not sitting here trying to say that I was right, but like, this is the type of stuff that I was saying the last year. Nobody mm-hmm. seemed to wrap, they're like, but they lost because they needed more shooting. It's like these little, these little kind of incremental moves that you make is what presents you the ability to make something bigger happen. And, yeah. You know, I think people can kind of see that uh, now with what they did this summer. I have one more bold prediction. Okay. Uh, Presti creates a new position called President of Introspection and uh, Franchise <laughs> Reflection. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does this person... What does this person do? Uh, they just like meditate a lot and yeah. think about like the team. Like, yeah, what, just, are you, what are your feelings about? This? Where have we been? Where are we going? Just yeah. think about that. Like, what do you feel like? And then, what should we feel like? Don't you think that Presti should rename everybody's positions, yeah. like like, re- oh, like on both. the roster, and give them a title? <laughs> yes, I I think so. Yes, like Russell Westbrook could be the director of offense and yeah. <laughs> something. Hey guys, before I ask you the final question of the night. I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. It's good. Makers of fine shirts. Makers of fine shirts like our down to dunk shirts. When we were thinking we got to make a shirt, we didn't even consider anyone else. That's right. Because we want quality. Do you want to look good and feel good? Buy a shirt from Oklahoma Shirt Company. Yeah. They can, and they they have uh, some some graphical artists that work there. Yeah. That can put anything you want on a shirt, and it's going to be a good feeling shirt. They make it easy. They're really great to work with. Nice people. Go check out Oklahoma Shirt Company. They also have a shirt of the month, $10, and you get an Oklahoma-themed shirt that will be comfortable and stylish. I saw several here at Anchor There were some here tonight, and you know what? They look good. They do look good. And uh, so you go get one and get that shirt. And just for signing up for the $10 a month shirt club, you get an introductory shirt. That's right. First month, two shirts, price of one. It's a great deal. It is. And you'll be looking good, feeling good. Yeah. Oklahoma Shirt Company. Guys, I have one final question. Uh, Might be the most important question you could ask today or this week. 
perhaps this month, but I'll ask you again next week. Are you miffed? And are you peeved? Are you miffed? I'm miffed that I'm still miffed that Andrew drives while eating cereal. I just <laughs> can't get over it. It's Sorry, man. Miffable. It's highly miffable. Built in my routine. Uh, so last Sunday, I had to go to an event for my real work job, and I had to speak at it on stage. And I went to go get a haircut. Uh-oh. And so I was just going to get a fresh cut, going to go up on stage. Great. So this lady cuts my hair. I can barely understand what she's saying to me the whole time. And then I get home, and the back of my hair is just standing straight <laughs> up. And I put every product that was in my wife's drawer on it, and it just kept sticking up. And I just walked around my house with my hand just just planted to the, to the back of my head for about an hour. Uh, this is why you find a hairstylist and you dude, go to them constantly. I'm s- you don't go to a new person it's every wait, time. You, you switch around? He goes to a different person every time. What Just are you doing? Who, whoever's there, wherever he's at. He goes to whatever, like $10. Yeah. Dollars yeah. It's on a, that's yeah. what I'm peeved about. He's had roughly four mipped and peeved I've been going to the same Exactly. Person. I've been going to the same person for the last five years. I desperately would love to change because she charges way too much, but I can't for that exact reason. I'm committed for the rest yeah. of my life. You trust it's her. Like find a blood person you trust. It's your third or fourth most important relationship in your life, not I'm, family. I've, I'm committed to a lot of things in my life. Hairdresser never will be. You gotta one. start going to Walter Why? Jack. Such You're a, constantly mad. Yeah, it's such a bad idea. What's wrong with you? You, sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I've gotten great ones. Yeah, but you get bad ones. You, you know I've, what? I've had a few bads. Yeah. Really, so when when's the last time you had a bad haircut? <laughs> Quite a while. Yeah, why? Actually, you know when it why? was? When my normal person couldn't cut my hair and I had to have somebody else at that same place do it. Do you have do you have to say sometimes I get good haircuts? No, or do you say I, never I say get that. good haircuts? <laughs> yeah. You need to start going to Weldon Jack because you know who gets their hair cut there? <laughs> Kyle Singler. Presty <laughs> oh. <laughs> Presty does Presti, too. Presty does too. How do much they, is it? How much is it? I, I think it's probably like 28 or something. Yeah, that's way too much. It's not too much. Uh, it's, uh, sorry. I'm miffed at you now because of this. Yeah, okay. I'm miffed. You're eating cereal, getting bad haircuts. Just having a big bowl of cereal, <laughs> pull it into the next haircut place you see. <laughs> Unbelievable. You, you probably said, can I eat this? You mind if I eat this in here? <laughs> hey, man, I brought, I brought myself hey, you, must, you mind if I eat this I got my here? TV tray. It's all good. Uh, can you hold on while I drink the milk? <laughs> You're like, oh, can you take the apron off? I forgot my bowl of cereal's under here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that out. <laughs> uh, anybody, anybody else? Miffed? I'm not. I'm, I'm miffed at you. Because I'm of pretty that. miffed about you too. All right, guys. We want to say thank you for Anchor Down for having us. Let's hear it for Anchor Down. Thank you. Thank you for everyone for coming out. We've had a great, great time. It was great. It was great. Hey, thank you for coming. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening and thanks for coming on the pod. We will uh, talk to you guys again Monday. Hey, it's been a great five years. Five years. We'll see you in the next five. And that's it. Thanks, guys, for coming. Thanks, everybody. (laughs)